With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection of fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So uh, I'm in New York City. It's my first time in New York, back in New York since, I believe, since covid and it's a Monday, and there's some... Is it a holiday today? Does anybody know is there a holiday today? I was told there might be some sort of... But there's it, it, it is less populated than it usually is, and I used to live in this area. 
Ramos, are you aware of any holiday today? A great question. I, I don't know. I guess we could look it up, but off the top of my like, head, your, no. like your kids are in school. They right? are in school today. That's correct. Okay. Okay. Um, do we want to talk about the? Uh, do we want to talk about the costume selection of one Jason Stewart and uh, the costume party you went to there, Chase too? I did see the picture. It was quite interesting. Yeah, Dan and I just spoke about it. It's uh, it's an interesting story. Uh, go. T- 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 uh, tell us. Tell people what because since they're not they're not on the group text. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I just assumed everybody if was on the group text. If you want to be added, send it to thing. John at JSRamos06. He'll put your number in the group text. Um, I, I th- I've said on this show, I've told you that I've uh, never been to a costume party, that I, I, I've spent all of my adult life avoiding them. I'm not into them. I don't like the vibe. don't like to dress up. So, uh, Christina... Um, really wanted to go to this on Friday night. It was a combination 70th birthday party um, and costume party. So, um, you know, we're thinking about things that we need, that we're going to wear. And you know, I've been getting over the last year or two, and I'm not saying it's true, but I've just been getting this comparison. People have asked me, anybody ever tell you you look like Chris Pratt? I'm not joking. Like, And these are like several independent people that didn't collaborate. So I told her, I'm like, let's go as um, as Star Lord and the uh, the green person, Gamora, 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 and she didn't want to go with green and wasn't feeling well, first that. First of all, so. that's a, that's absolutely a um, compliment to her. Yes, you know which one? The, the Gamora. The, to go as Gamora. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. She could she could definitely pull it off. I think the green makeup was was the deal breaker. <laughs> so we we went for option two. Where she could be a sexy butterfly, mm. and I could be a goofy white butterfly catcher. Mm. Yeah, and I I was not feeling my costume at all, uh, yeah. but you know, the things you do for love, you put it in that category. <laughs> Zoe Zoe uh, Sal, Saldana, <laughs> That's right? That's correct. her name. Zoe yeah, Saldana. Yeah. yeah, she's beautiful. Um, she, you're, she is closer to Zoe Saldana than you are to Chris Pratt. Oh. Ouch. Just, yeah. No, I, I, just, although you could have been, you know, you could have been, you could have been like, uh, you could have been somebody who died. Who is it that plays, oh. um, uh, huh? The, the guy who took on Peter Quill when he was really little and he whistles and then it, uh, the, he has that magic arrow that goes through yeah. people's heads. You died in Guardians of the Galaxy. You're telling me that I look like the bad guy in Guardians of the Galaxy? No. What you could have done, though, is you could have had that arrow, you know, like pretending to go through your head. Ah, yeah, you're right. That would have been good. That would have been good. I like the Peter, the the pet. Uh, By the way, the sexy butterfly, that's like every, every dad knows that like once you get to the age of like 16 or 17, and your daughter's like, well, I'm going to go get a, I want to get a Halloween costume. Like, yeah, no, no, let's, uh, can we just be, make you a ghost and put a sheet over you? Is that okay? And cut out some eyes. Is that okay? And like, no, dad. Because every costume is like, pick the Halloween costume and you can almost all put sexy before it. I don't know how a sexy nurse became a Halloween costume. <laughs> right? No, I don't. Sexy maid. I mean, all women have to do women. It's like the easiest thing ever, right? Like if they don't have an outfit, just put some glasses on, be sexy librarian. You're like, yeah, all right. That works. That works for me. When I was a kid, we used to go as football players because it's football season. You get down with practice, take off your helmet, put the candy in the helmet. There you go. Walk around. 
Like you guys are, those are really lifelike costumes, like this, a practice uniform. But okay, sure, go ahead. But I mean, there has to be. There's, there's obviously a, a window out there for those who choose to be the sexy librarian. Or it's not like there's like you know there's tons of them on the shelf where no one's buying it. People are buying those. So there's obviously somebody who enjoys. That aspect of the oh, Halloween. Oh, I don't think. I, listen, there's lots of people who enjoy it. I, I'm, I, and who wouldn't enjoy a beautiful woman in a sexy nurse costume? Problem is when that sexy nurse is your minor daughter, oh. right? That's, <laughs> oh, that's where we're that's going. The only, that's okay. the only issue with it. <laughs> I have a All story right. with you guys that know that I have not shared. And I was, I'm trying to figure out if I was going to share or not share. Did As you get you a guys, cat? I did get a cat. No, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Oh, I did, no. I did, I did share. <laughs> Like three times. Somebody took a punch at, threw a punch at me this week. This week. What? what? There you go. See, huh? That's kind of a tease <laughs> on the story. Wow. Okay, so uh, my AU team, we pro- I probably should have taken this weekend off, right? Like I had a daughter's riding out in Temecula, which is like an hour from where I live. Another daughter's going to a homecoming dance, and but my my little guy, he's, he's really. I feel like he's really kind of improving and getting it. And, you know, I wanted to just give him a chance to just play some ball. It's just because kids don't go and play ball at like a park anymore. Plus, he's a little too little to go play with adults. So we play and we're playing up a little bit age wise. But several of my guys, I got kids that are injured, kids that are sick, kids that are out. So we kind of had a hodgepodge group and we're playing a team and the team is older, generally old. Not every kid is older, uh, but several of them are a year or two years older than a couple of our kids. And the guy who's coaching the team used to kind of work for me in my program and run the high school stuff. And he he does a good job of getting kids, but he can have kind of a surly disposition. And I always feel like um, he's not somebody who lifts anybody up. And I always feel like his team, his teams, they always kind of have a surly disposition. So we're playing a game and my son has not been very good defensively. He's little and we've been on him about being more aggressive. And the kid, he's gardens a foot taller than him, catches it. And for some reason, he's posting up, right? And like, we don't post up. We don't have any post players. We have one, but he wasn't there that day. Anyway, he posts my son up, hits a turnaround jump shot. But hey, he's done a good job. Played him on his left shoulder. A kid's right hand. He's going to turn that way. And kind of bodied up. And the guy just jumped up, made a shot over him. So in an effort to encourage, like, hey, just because a guy scored doesn't mean you didn't do what I asked you to do. I said, don't worry about it. And I might've said, don't effing worry about it. Like that's just how I speak in, uh, on the podcast. Don't worry about it. He's never going to score in a post. Not what he does. Okay. You're fine. That's how I want you to play. Talking to him as he's going to court. So we get done playing. We lose the game. We get done playing and I'm sitting there. I'm having a conversation actually with my son. Well, I'm in one chair. He's in the next and we're kind of gathering up our stuff. And a dad walks over with the other team's point guard who is actually, he's his age, but he's a, yeah, a foot taller than him. And he's like, hey, man, are you talking, I'll just say ish. You guys know what ish means, right? The real translation of what ish yep. is? Yep. Okay. Talking ish to my son? I'm like, excuse me? Are you talking ish to my son? I was like, what did your son say I said? He said, "You uh, well, you said I was ass and that I would never, and you got mad because I scored in your son. You said I'd never score in the effing post again. I was like, well, first of all, I'm 46 years old. You know what expression isn't in my vernacular? It's calling somebody, especially a kid, ass. I don't call anybody ass. It's just not something I say. So that I didn't say. I did say that he'd never score, but it wasn't directed at you. It was more directed at him. It was a very matter of fact. So the guy's just like getting madder and madder. 
Yeah, but what about when you're talking ish to my son? I was like, so in an effort to diffuse it, I just said, this is, this is one of my, one of my go-to lines, which I said, listen, I don't know any of you, you don't know me. There's 8 billion people on this planet. How about if we never have a conversation ever again? Okay. There's 7,999,999 or 799,999,000 people. You can have a conversation, (laughs) just not me. Okay. And then he starts talking. No, no, no. I said, no, we're good. Let's just never have a conversation again. And then I said, bye. And he's, he's standing like a foot from me. So I reached down to get my phone and my bag, which is below my feet. And the guy goes and takes a swing at me and I duck my head and it kind of grazes the top of my head. And as I, I tried to do the old like launch pile drive into him and I grabbed like shoulder into the waist. <laughs> and then there's like people grabbing me out and like, dude, what? Okay. So here's the question. In, you're in my position. The guy was like over in the corner of the gym. Then eventually he left never to return. Do you call the cops? Oh, that's a good question. No. You think it's like a one-off, just kind of let it go deal, Dan? Um, no, I just don't think it's a great site for everybody there. I understand. Here, yeah. here's, the, here's the conflict of it. If you just let it go, you're allowing that behavior, right? I don't want to be a whiner to the cops, but it is, it's assault and... Like, by the way, I kind of hurt my neck, like jerking my head down to avoid getting punched, which is also, it's kind of, but I, I, I don't know, like. And, I, and, I would and, hope, I would just, I'll, I'll say, I would hope that maybe another day, maybe today, maybe next weekend, whatever the case is, maybe cooler heads prevail. Um, I just wouldn't want, I wouldn't want a bunch of kids to see a guy getting, you know, questioned by police or carried out in handcuffs and have that be the memory, even if the guy was at fault. Even if it was his fault, if that was the case, I don't think that that it's worth it to have that sort of, you know, image or stuff to happen at a basketball tournament. I could be wrong. I've never, I don't coach it. My kids. No, it's, it, listen, I, I mean, I've, I've done it for a long time and I've, I had, I didn't know what to do. Like there's no yeah. real guide for it. I can tell you what, he definitely should not have taken a swing at you. Well no duh. No. <laughs> I, I talked to one I talked to Am one I gonna see it on TikTok? <laughs> no. <laughs> one of the one of, one of the refs was like, Why don't you come get me? I'd handle a little light work. And, and, my, and my my thing is like, here's the deal, dude. I I and I, I don't you guys weren't work, working with me when I was at CBS and I was I was in Orange County. The last time I played pickup ball at like 24 hour, I, somebody started a fight with me and I told the guy and I actually, he was like kind of in a pile and I grabbed and the guy took a swing at me and I just grabbed the guy's area and squeezed and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, here's the deal, bro. Okay. If I punch you, one, I can break my hand. I kind of like my hand. Two, like you can sue me and I actually have some money that I've saved. And three, like it's a really bad look. I was like, so... Yeah, I'm gonna fight a little dirty, but guess what? I don't get caught pun- throwing any punches on now on TikTok back then, Vine or whatever, and you know nobody's nobody's the less for it. Like I can't in our position, you can't like get into a real fight and punch somebody. That's just a terrible look. Look at these football guys, you know, who yeah. who got, get into these get into these fights. So I just yeah. The, the, so uh, Jay Stu, what do you think? Do you call the cops? I probably don't. I think that Dan's onto it. I think. I want to minimize the amount of ex- 
that is exposed to kids. I don't, you know, but, you, but, as but the adults, you guys are setting the example. There. Right. So here's the problem. Okay. So we're setting the example. What do I tell my son? What do I tell? What, what is the, what is the lesson of the, oh, you can do that. Walk out the gym and nothing ever happens to you and everything is good. And you know what I mean? Like that's, that's the hard part. That's the conundrum. Yeah. Know. And you just tell him that that guy was way out of line and he's lucky it didn't happen in a different environment. And then you kind of move on. But yeah, I mean, calling the cops is that's going to definitely draw the kind of attention you don't really need to be drawn to a youth event. I call the cops, by the way. Okay. So what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Overdue. No, it's okay. Like, I I didn't know what to do. I I, I was like sitting there and I just like, I didn't want. I I also, I'm. I'm, After the fact or like right from the gym? No, right then. Okay. Right then I call the cops. They show up. They come in. They're like. Meet us outside. We talked about it. The guy, they were super nice. They give you a, a little form to fill out. And basically, it's like citizen's arrest, right? Like, you have to send them some, you got to send them some uh, witnesses, and then they can send it to him in the mail sure. if you want to continue to press charges. So, his point of contention was that you were making a point about his son not being able to score in a certain situation. Was that what he was upset about? That you made that statement? No, he did score. No, I think he thought. No, I was, no, he did. I was talking trash to his son or something. I don't know. But you were making a point, a valid point, which it is don't matter. worry. Like, I, I understand. I understand. Like you're protective of your son. I'm protective of my kid. Right. Like I, I get it. Uh, but there's just like you can just have conversation. Like the, like with the conversation we're having, we could have had. Yeah. Like, hey, dude. Like what are you talking? About? Like no, nah, man. Like by the way, his son was kind of a kind of a. DB, you know, <laughs> defensive. Like, I have, yep. like, like he's in, I don't know, seventh or eighth grade, and I have like a sixth grader who I picked up from my sixth grade team to come play with us. Like, sure. congratulations, you won. Like, why are you talking trash? Like, just you know, it was such not, a minute you're, point. You're yeah. not good enough to run your mouth. So what you should say is like, what, you, what I always tell. It's like my, my own son. Like, dude, I get onto my son pretty good, but it's about things like attitude. You know, talking and you know, yes, I'll give you an example. Like I'm not the perfect coach, the perfect dad, perfect human being, but I was pretty proud of myself. He was, he wasn't, he 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 didn't make shots, but he took good shots, and he didn't get a bunch of shots in the championship game. But the day before, when we had lost to the exact same team, a different team than the kid, the guy who threw a punch, he, they were like isolating him and going one on one, and he wasn't playing good defense. They were scoring, and I was like, look, dude, I can't play if you're just you got to play harder and tougher. And he did. No one scored on him. He was awesome. So he comes over like. Games, I don't know, kind of in hand. We're up 20. It gets to like 13 with him on the bench. And he's like, I can't, I have getting shots. And I was just like, could you be any more selfish? Like, here we are, we're winning again by double digits against the team we lost yesterday. And you're worried about how many shots you get? Like, dude, just sit there and think about it for a second. Like, that doesn't sit well with me. Those are the things that I, I do coach. So, um, I, I don't know. Like, the guy, te- like, how do we get to the point where you take a swing at at a coach or a teacher or a or a referee or whatever like the, it just it's we we are we're awful people that's he's a, and so this is my point and I, this is, I think Dan you're like well in a couple of days maybe comes up cooler heads prevail like not nah, you're not really apologizing to me for taking a swing at me when my son's sitting next to me and I just got done coaching a game you know what I mean? Like, what is an apology going to mean? I'm sorry. You're clearly not sorry if it took you three days to come to that apology. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I agree with that. So I call the cops, and uh, he's a fugitive from justice. 
He's on the run. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> kidding. But who throws a punch? So I asked, I, I sat down, and my son Hayes was like, I just, you know, like, as a dad, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to embarrass you. So like, we'll punch him back. I was like, well, they ran away. And I was like, and I can't really punch a guy back. Hayes just doesn't look good. Yeah, it does. If you knock him out, it looks good. I was like, in the short term, not in the long term. <laughs> so what is this, Hayes? What's this, Hayes Fight Club? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like, you know, little boys. That's what they think. Like, somebody throws a punch at you, it's on. And I actually don't, I mean, I, I would have ground and pounded him, uh, but I there's just too many guys in the way. It's feeling strong to have been lifted and been working out. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's been joining us throughout the season. He he just has an awesome level of attention to detail of what's really going on in football. He's Cody Kessler. Of course, uh, started the National Football League for the Browns. Of course, star quarterback at USC. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Just like we all called it, right? Geno Smith would be the quarterback of the best offense in football. Uh, you called that to start the season. Uh, congratulations to you, Cody. Yeah, I know, right? That, and you know what, Doug? That's the first thing when I was when I was looking that up is what I said is, I think everybody, as a fan perspective, even the media from the outside looking in, is surprised about this, except for Geno Smith. You know, he, he, and I loved his interview he did early in the season talking about, hey, they wrote me off and I didn't write back. You know, it's an all-timer. But, yeah, he's been playing very well. And, and I think a big part of that is Coach Carroll. Um, you know, obviously I'm biased. He's an SC guy, so I'm a big fan of him. But it was really cool yesterday, too, in the third quarter, you saw a play where, where Geno was a little upset with the uh, officiating of one of the calls. And he walks over to the sideline, you know, voicing his frustration as he can. You know, it's, it's the middle of the game, a turning point in the game late in the third quarter and a big third down play coming up. And Coach Carroll looks at him and kind of does a motion where he just pushes his hands down his chest and just says, hey, calm down, deep breath. Geno comes out, makes a big play, uh, hits a big third and 10, and, and uh, I think they ultimately went down to score. So it's been really cool to see Geno play this year. And like I said, he hasn't been putting up crazy numbers, but he's not turning the ball over. He's putting his team in the best position to win, and you can play for a long time in the NFL if you can continue to do that. Um, okay, then help me out with Russell Wilson. Everyone thought they were a quarterback away. You bring in a head coach who's been the quarterback whisperer in Green Bay, and it's been a disaster. What's going on with Russell Wilson? Yeah, I mean, and it's the, the, the big thing with that, too, for me, is, is it's a head-scratcher. You know, you feel like, like you said, Denver has been a good team. It seems like they just needed a quarterback, and Russell Wilson is, is one of the best in the league. You know, he's won a Super Bowl. Um, he's done a lot of great things for the Seahawks. And then he goes over to Denver now with Coach Hackett, who I played for in Jacksonville. Um, and we can get into that a little bit if you want. But, I mean, I, I love playing for the guy. He's a great offensive mind. He's out with Paul Hackett. He comes from that old school, that 49er system with Montana, um, yeah, Joe Montana. And he has a lot of great answers, a lot of great things they do well on offense. But it just seems like it's not clicking for them right now for whatever reason. But my biggest thing is, and I think I've, I've heard it a lot around the National Football League, is, I want to see Russ a little bit. And he's won a Super Bowl. Like I said, Super Bowl, he's done a lot of great things. So, uh, you know, it's not my place to say that. He knows what he's doing. But I want to see him get a little fired up. You know, it seems like after some of these losses, and they're close losses. I mean, two of their last three games, they lost in overtime. They've lost a couple games, you know, within a touchdown, you know, yesterday to the Jets. But you, know, you don't really see Russ get too frustrated, get fired up. Um, and from a fan's perspective or from my perspective, I would love to see him get a, you know, a little bit of fire under him and, and get excited. And him and Hackett both, you know, get a little frustrated in me. It's okay to get pissed off. It's okay to be upset with how things are going. Everything doesn't have to be perfect all the time. But 
Um, yeah, that's a big head scratcher, and there's a lot of question marks, but still a long season. Like I said, a lot of their games have been close. Um, it's not like they're getting blown out or things are falling apart, but um, it'll be interesting to watch the rest of the year. Well, they're, getting, they're close because their defense is good. Um, yeah. But the offense is 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 brutal. Brutal. It's tough to watch, yeah. Um, Joe Burrow threw for over 400 yards again. Again. And this is a Cincinnati team that you just can't put them away. Um, when you watch Joe Burrow, what do you see? I love watching Joe Burrow play. But the first thing that sticks out to me is, is just even off the field, his confidence, the swagger he plays with, all the nicknames, the Joe Shiesty, the Joe, you know, all those names um, that comes along with it. And I can tell you from personal experience, as a as a player, as teammates in a locker room, guys love that. When you're your authentic self, when you come out and you're the same person day in and day out, you don't try to be anybody else. You don't try to do anything extra. You just go out and be who you are and play. That's when you get a team to buy in with you. And, and, and not only do you get your offense to buy in, but when you can get the defensive guys to buy in as well and know, hey, this guy's our leader. This guy's not only you know walking the walk, but he's going out on Sunday or talking the talk, but he's going out on Sundays and putting up big numbers. Like you said, over 400 yards yesterday. Um, doing a lot of great things well, but I just love his leadership and, and the way he carries himself, um, not only on the field, but off the field as well. And, and a big part of that, too, is, is the success that he's been set up with. You know, they've done a lot of great things in Cincinnati to really turn it around quick and give, you know, Burrow a lot of success or give him a lot of, you know, you got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. They brought in Hayden Hurst, uh, Joe Mixon as well. So they've done a lot of things to set him up for success, um, especially as a young quarterback. And he came off an ACL and there was a lot of question marks with him, but um, these last two seasons, I mean, he's been playing really good football, and um, I see, you know, the Bengals being a contender again this year. What's going on with Brady and Bill and um, uh, uh, Brady and Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, and, and this one's this one's tough, Doug. I, I got to spend some time with Tom when I was in New England my last year. Um, Tom's last year as well, also in New England, and I'm a big fan of the guy. I think he's a great quarterback. Obviously, he's one of the best to ever play the game. Um, but off the field too, you know, he's been a great friend of mine. I mean, been awesome to to get to learn from and talk to and be around when I got to spend time with him. Um, but it's frustrating, you know. It's tough to watch, and and I think a big part of that too is, you know, you hear Brady, everything on Tom Brady. Why is Tom Brady not doing this? Is he finally hit, you know, father time? Is he finally reached the end? Is he finally hit his decline? Uh, but he's not getting a lot of help. You know, yesterday they had 46 yards rushing. They asked Tom to throw the ball 50 times at 45 years old in a game. You know, I, I know he's been proving it year in and year out that. That he can do that. He led the the league last year, I think, in yards, touchdowns, pretty much every every category. But it just seems like this year he's not having that same spark. And whether it's you know the offense not really clicking, and the defense has been playing well. You know, I mean, they've been doing a lot of good things. But it just seems like the offense can't get things going. And you expected yesterday against the Panthers, you know, a team that has a backup quarterback in, just lost their head coach, um, you know, just lost their star running back, just traded Christian McCaffrey away. This is the game to get back on track. And and yesterday to see that loss. Worried me a bit. Um, you know, that, that's a tough one because I think a lot of people penciled that in as a win and, and for the Bucks to get back on track. But at the end of the day, they're still 3-4. and four. Uh, It's a long season. There, there's still a lot of football left to be played, so I'm not counting them out yet. And I think that's something that we've all learned is, is you can never really count out Tom Brady. What about, uh, uh, what about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, and this one, Doug, this, one, this one's a little frustrating too because I played the quarterback position. Um, and you hear Aaron Rodgers talk a lot. And you hear a lot of the stuff in the media about the help that he has not received. And it's true. It really is. It's frustrating to watch as a quarterback to see Aaron Rodgers, one of the most, in throwing the football, in my opinion, he's the best to ever do it. But the, the mechanics, the throws he makes, the sidearm, the different arm angles that he does. I mean, I could watch his highlight tapes for hours. He just does so many things well throwing the football. But you have a guy like Devontae Adams in there, his go-to guy. Sure, okay, they get rid of him, they trade him, he goes to Las Vegas, but you don't replace him. You know, you, you draft two receivers in the, in the offseason, no one in the first round. 
you don't really bring in that top wide receiver one. It's almost the opposite of what they're doing for Burrow and Cincinnati. You know, they've given him so many weapons. They drive the chase very high so that Burrow and him could play together, have that connection. Um, but you just don't see that, you know, with Aaron Rodgers. And the same thing with, with as, as Tom. They only had 38 yards rushing yesterday. I know they've had some O-line issues. Bakhtiari's out. Um, they had to move some guys around from the previous Sunday. A lot of guys playing in different spots. But in my opinion, it's just frustrating to see A-Rod really never get that help that he deserves. He's proved time and time out. He's done so much for the Packers organization. Won a Super Bowl. has been there for so many years. And just really never see them get him that help. And, and it's a bit frustrating. What if you were to make the argument, hey, we could have had that help if you wouldn't have taken $50 million? Well, and that, you know, Doug, that's above my pay grade, brother. I don't, that, that, that's a big question. That is true, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's always torn because you want to get these big guys in. You want to bring these top guys. And it's like the Chiefs with Tyreek Hill. You know, he went to Miami, got a big payday, and they had to pay Patrick Mahomes. So you're going to have to lose those guys. But it always seems like where you make that up is in the draft. And for whatever reason, over the past however many years, the Packers have just not been doing a great job offensively in the draft. Um, okay, uh, Caleb Williams, USC, go. All right. Well, coming off Utah, it was a good bye week, so I got to – I've been really heavy with USC football this year, as you know. So I've been doing the podcast and doing the pregame show. So a little hurt after that Utah loss. Um, Coming off the bye week, so I've had a bit of time to kind of watch the game and process a little bit. And, I mean, there's really no worries for USC right now. I think if you told USC fans last year, especially the last three years, that we would be 6-1 and going into the bye week – and lost to a very good Utah team at Rice-Eccles Stadium, night game, tough environment by one point, um, you know, lost at a two-point conversion, we would all take it. You know, every single one of the Trojan fans you would speak to would take that. But, you know, with Coach Riley, that's what's making it so excited about USC football is now that frustration kicks in when we do lose a game. Hey, we've won six straight. We expect to win games. Coach Riley has shown that he's come in and kind of taken over this offense, him and Caleb working hand-in-hand. Hand. And the defense right now is my biggest concern. You know, there's, there's, they've done a lot of things well. They've been a bend-don't-break. They've led the nation in interceptions. I think they led the nation in turnover margin as well. Um, so they've done a lot of good things on defense. But the other night, for whatever reason, they just could not make that stop when they needed to. And that, that biggest play of the game would have been that two-point conversion. But um, So, again, no panic button yet. I think there's just a lot of football to be played. Uh, you know, they can still control their own destiny. UCLA is playing very well. Pac-12 as a whole, is playing a lot better this year than I think a lot of people expected. But, um, like I said, USC's got a lot of football to go. they got to get some guys back healthy. Jordan Addison, Eric Gentry, um, two leaders on the team, got hurt at Utah. So I expect this bye week to kind of wake a lot of guys up and, and see them come out and fire in this week against Arizona. Awesome stuff. Cody, amazing. I did we love having you on. Can't wait to talk to you again. Obviously, the energy and all the, all the knowledge is spectacular. Thanks for being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. I appreciate it, Doug. Love coming on, man. I'll, I'll join anytime you guys will have me. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to the press. The press. Na 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 na. na. <laughs> uh, growing up, when I go to Packer games, uh, they took the 
fervor of Thunderstruck, but had the fans chant Packers instead of Thunder. And so, but it, you were not Packer struck. It would end at that point. But they wanted you to go, wow, oh, 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 Packers. Uh, <laughs> late eighties, early nineties. All star. <laughs> NFL Network reporting, Doug, that the league is investigating side judge Jeff Lamberth and line judge Trip Sutter for violating league rules when they asked Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans for an autograph after Sunday's game in Carolina. Exactly. And there's video of it, too. You yes. seeing the video of it? What yes. are you doing? Personal file. It was against the uh, the rules in the CBA between the NFL and the Referees Association. Now, those rules just came into this the league this year, correct? Uh, yeah, maybe a new CBA. Yeah, between the sides. So you're saying they got grandfathered in and the grandfathers didn't know that they were <laughs> not grandfathered in? I would think in? that that would have to be at a previous CBA as well. Getting any, It's any memorabilia... Or autographs from players. Personal foul. Maybe. Maybe. Did you see Mike Evans drop the pen then? (laughs) (laughs) It was wide open, too. They're like, yeah, that happens to you a lot. To you a lot. They do say. I I think it would have been worse if they would have won and he would have gotten a bunch of calls. But it's it's a bad look. There's nothing about it that's a good look. What are you doing? What are you doing? He was actually signing the Buccaneers' death certificate. That's what he was oh. <laughs> Sweet I said. I said on my show yesterday, if there's any team that needs a buy and just needs to be away, away from each other right now, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers right. yeah. And they play Thursday night. So not only right. do they not get a bye, they have a short week that they now have to prepare for and okay. have the Ravens. They have uh they have what's called the mini buy. That's what people that's what people try and sell us. No, no, no. You don't play on Thursday. You play earlier and then you get the mini buy. Huh? <laughs> See what we did there? To come full circle. When the Seahawks were scheduled to face the Buccaneers in Germany at the start of the season, I was like, oh boy, this is not going to be good for the Seahawks. Now I'm like, sweet. Yay. All right. Yay. All right. Let's see what, uh, let's see what uh, this uh, game has to offer. Uh, Colts are turning to Sam Ellinger as their starting quarterback week eight against the Commanders. It's his job for the rest of the season. Okay. Here was Frank Reich earlier today. Excited for Sam and the opportunity this presents for him. We've always thought from day one that Sam had some kind of special sauce. It's, he's continued to show it. I've been particularly impressed with Sam this year in practice. Uh, once the season has started to look, he's given on scout team the quality of his throws. Mm. Mm. Now, mm, special sauce, huh? That's a lot. I will say. So thousand, he's got that Sam Ellinger has 1,000 hours. <laughs> I, know, I know John's playing the drops. But if you remember last year when the Colts, when Carson Wentz had COVID or wouldn't get vaccinated and then had his foot injury and there was all this stuff about Carson Wentz, like there was some there was some Sam Ellinger hype at that time. Then he ended yep. up injuring uh, his foot. Huh? I believe it was his foot. And uh, then the rest is history. But so they, they apparently are high in him. Just like Les Snead loves himself some Daryl Henderson. I think Frank Reich loves himself huh. some Sam Ellinger. I love it. Brees, parallel. Brees parallel. Hall, rookie running back for the Jets. Out. Yeah, done for the year with a torn ACL. Also it's some over, damage Johnny. to his meniscus. It's over. Oh, that's not good. No. John apparently got his gambler right. He said, for once, John actually forgot his gambler, but you took the under in the Jets, correct? That is correct. Boy, the people are going to be 
If you were betting me the last like 16 weeks, you'd be a millionaire right now. I'm sure they'll start next week. <laughs> if you were betting me. Huh. <laughs> uh, Matt Jones expected to return to the Patriots starting lineup and be under center for tonight's game against the Bears, Doug. Uh, I, I, you know, this kind of puts to bed a little bit of a quarterback controversy. Let's see how he plays, though. I do think it's it's really interesting. The Jets are obviously playing well. The Dolphins are playing pretty well. You know, now they got their quarterback back, and the Bills. I, I kind of think that that might be the best division in football. Yeah, I think discuss. It yes, it's the AFC beast right now. Uh, even though the Dolphins didn't look great yesterday, no, still, no. And that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Uh, all right, who do you like tonight, boys? Let's start with you, Dan Beyer. Who do you like? I think the Bears cover. I'll just take the Bears to cover. Uh, okay, John Ramos. I will take the Patriots. You will take the Patriots. Uh, what about you there, Jason Stewart? I'm not disagreeing with Ramos ever. New England for me. Uh, okay, eight and a half points. I'm going to take the Patriots to win and cover. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Pod drops now on iHeart app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.